Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed schoolchildren who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come dropping gem, dropping gem. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dropping Gems podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Brown, and this is your soft place to land for conversations on higher consciousness, self-care practices to sustain our healing, and 
the spiritual journey. Today's episode, I'm going to do some Q&A. I've been getting a ton of really amazing questions and DMs on IG. And last week, we got to explore some of those questions about meditation, about uh, the spiritual journey. And I left a lot of really amazing ones on the floor. So I wanted to pick those up, share them with you guys today. So we're going to be diving into that And just a little touch base, Um, today was back to school for me. I have a four-year-old and he officially started his preschool today. So shout out to all the parents. This is my favorite time of year. I love seeing everyone's pictures on social media, everyone sharing their little ones and their journeys. And um, it is hard. I was not expecting today my little one, and he's been in school since he was two, but he he was having a tough time. And so it was a really challenging morning. Uh, and it kind of hit me in a way that I wasn't expecting. He's really good about sharing his emotions. And we talk a lot about that. And um, But today he was just so sad in a new way. Like I saw a new kind of tear in his eye. Oh my God, my baby. Ah, oh, it was... It was a brutal morning, so I just want to share that I am holding that, and I know um, I know it's going to go well. I'm going to pick him up, and I have some special things planned for us, but he is definitely heavy on my heart as I record this podcast episode for everyone. So anyone that relates, I know this time of year, uh, it's August as I'm recording this, 2022, I'm in Los Angeles, and... Yeah, it's fun. It's exciting. They're stretching. You're seeing who they're becoming. They're trying on, you know, these new parts of their personalities really at any age, you know, um, especially back to school is the time that that starts. You get to reinvent a little. You're having um, the potential and possibility for new friendships and learnings. So it's such an exciting, expansive time. And it's a marker of another year forward, uh, depending on their age group. It could also be a little scary for them. And this morning he kept saying, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And I was like, oh, baby, I just want to help you. <laughs> so yeah, shout out, shout out to all the parents um, in this moment. Another thing that I wanted to share was this week I sat down um, end of summer little backstory at my house. I love to have kickbacks and gatherings and cook-offs and grill and pool. So we're always having like summer adventures at my house, especially on the weekends. And a couple of my friends were over and we had a big, you know, big sprawling meal out and we're just enjoying the warm summer nights. And we started watching this movie and I want to tell everyone about this movie. It's amazing. Um, I saw it on, oh, I don't remember, Netflix. I saw it somewhere. Uh, I think it's on Apple Plus. Maybe. It's somewhere. You'll find it. (laughs) It's called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. You may have seen uh, the cover of the film, and it makes it look like it might be a comedy. Definitely a lot of humor and heart to it. But it is a a really deep, poignant, important film. Uh, I think it's important for a a multitude of reasons. Um, I think this moment in time, the greater collective, the world, 
we're really exploring how we relate to age. I, I think we're in the dawn of that. Um, that's what my intuition is picking up on and what I'm noticing. We are in the dawn of kind of re-examining the way we have always related to age and this idea that, um, you know, as you get older, you become less important or less relevant because capitalism drives youth culture. Um, and so does creativity in a lot of ways. But so on one end, it's kind of exploring that dynamic of age to the soul of age to beauty of just because you're getting older, you know, doesn't mean that you're not also like really intensely experiencing your own life um, and in evolving your connections to your own life and noticing areas um, that maybe you made choices you want to uh, investigate. So the actress starring in the film, Emma Thompson, there we go, Emma Thompson. I love her. I've been watching her in films since I was a little girl. So she is the star of the film. And then there is another young actor named Daryl McCormick. He stars as Leo Grand. And basically, Leo is a sexology worker. And Emma is someone that is coming to him um, as an older woman who wants to explore herself for the first time. And the conversations that happen in this film are really important, really important, no matter how old you are, no matter um, how you identify, how you connect to yourself on your journey. The conversations in this film around sex, around intimacy, around age, around parenting, around choice making, it's really powerful. It's really powerful. And it, these might be a lot of new concepts uh, for some. So if any part of this film feels squeamish or giggly or uncomfortable, just notice it. But if you can and if you feel uh, able, really sit through it and just notice it. I would definitely recommend having a journal nearby and just seeing what it brings up in you as you watch this woman um, explore herself and her path in this way and how he finds himself as a member. I think she's probably a boomer and he is a member of Generation Z. So there, it just speaks to so much. It speaks to communication and challenges between generations, how we see things so specifically the way that we do and why exactly it's hard to shift those perceptions um, the older you get. It investigates age. It inve investigates how boomers related to sex versus how Gen Z relates to sex. It investigates um, intimacy, uh, again, parenthood. It's, it, was, it was a really, really important movie. So I think you'll dig it. Check it out here. It's called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. And I believe it is streaming in all the places. Hulu, that's where it is. Thank you, Google. It's on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, enjoy. All right, let's get going. Uh, let's start talking about these questions. So a couple weeks ago, <clears throat> I hit Instagram and I went on my video at Debbie Brown and I said, um, does anyone have any questions for the spiritual journey? Questions about meditation, questions about higher consciousness, send them my way. And I ended up getting hundreds and they were amazing. I got really powerful questions. And so 
I'll randomly be diving in this bag and I'll probably regularly share that prompt on my Instagram. Um, and also, if you haven't yet, I have a newsletter. If you go to DeviBrown.com, um, I send a newsletter out once a month. So I think I'm going to be doing that there as well. And I wanted to touch on these. And the questions that I'm going to choose are the ones that uh, I feel most connected to in this moment to share about and also and or um, questions that represent um, an area where a lot of people have asked something similar. So here's the first question that we're going to dive into. After being on a self-care journey, I find myself analyzing others more. How do I stop analyzing others? I thought this question was so amazing because it's something that we all experience for very many reasons. Um, the term analyzing that we're using, I actually find nothing to be wrong about the idea of analyzing where you may get into some trickiness is if you're judging. So a lot of people kind of can turn into that dynamic. When you start healing yourself, you start observing what is unhealed in others. And it could feel easy to slip into a pattern of then judging others and coming into a space where you're saying, well, if I'm recognizing this about myself or if I'm changing this, then why aren't you? It's because you don't want to, or it's because you're weak, or it's because you're purposely trying not to. And that's where it gets really tricky and unhealthy for the person who is trying to heal themselves. That's an area that we all really need to work to stay away from when you're on the journey. Um, as you're coming into this higher consciousness, as you're coming into these new awarenesses, you're discovering these things about yourself. You're making these deep observations that you're shifting inside of yourself. And now that understanding is turned on in the way that you're able to have perception of others, your intuition is also now turned on. So you're noticing things about yourself that you love and things about yourself that you don't like in other people. You're noticing patterns that are taking place, whereas especially if you have a particular spiritual curriculum you're working through, you may now start seeing that in others' paths. And where you need to be careful is you might be projecting the understandings you're making about yourself onto other people, and they may or may not fit their unique experiences and their journey. So on the journey, as we start to really expand and heighten our ability and capability to observe and witness others, the work then evolves for us into working to come into a place of neutrality about it, working to come into a place of non-judgment about it. And eventually, um, and I quote this quite a bit, one of my teachers, Dr. Ron Holnick said, you come into a space eventually of unbearable compassion where you are noticing the deeper pain and wounds and barriers that exist inside other people as you hear them talk, as you see them, as you experience them and witness them. Um, yeah, that's where, that's where ideally uh, we are all looking to land. 
So I love that question. I think that that question is so natural and it's so valid. uh, And it's something that happens to absolutely all of us. And it just lets you know that it's now time to evolve into more work. If you feel yourself coming into more of a space of anger with others because of what you're perceiving as them not doing or changing about themselves, then that just lets us know that there's more love that we can give us for our journey and more opportunities for us to come into a space of neutrality and non-judgment. There is a new layer you have now access that you get to go down so that you can deepen your own healing and now deepen your understanding and compassion for others. So I hope that was helpful. And thank you so much for that question. That was so, 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 so relevant, I think, for a lot of people that were sending in questions. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, next question. In what ways do you intentionally create ease in your life? I really love this question because ease ease is really the marker of knowing that you are on the right path. Where there is ease, um, there's purpose. And I think in a lot of ways, we've all been conditioned to think that things have to be earned and things have to be hard, especially to be worth it. You know, if it's easy, I don't want it. I rebuke that. Um, <laughs> or people will say, you know, um, you know, you think you think you have to always go the arduous path, the path with all the dragons to slay. Um, and yeah, but that takes a lot longer and you, you might be putting yourself through some unnecessary challenge 
when it can be about surrender and it can be about ease. I believe that uh, when it is connected to purpose, there is always ease and grace attached. And that's how you know. And ease is different than the way we define and connect to the word something being easy. Something being easy, we've created a judgment around that word in the way it's been used in our society to think that that means less than or like something you wouldn't really want. Um, And that's not the same as connecting to the root word in the spiritual meaning of ease itself. Ease is more connected to what we have heard of as like the flow state, a space where there is synchronicity, where there is potential and possibility, um, where you're noticing that things are unfolding in divine right order and divine right time. So ease is one of my favorite things that I call into my life in and around my life. I want it. I live it. I need it. Grace as well. And so to answer that question of in what ways do you intentionally create ease in your life, I really just try not to be um, at war with any aspect of anything. I try not to fight my life or myself. I try not to argue with God. So the path of surrender is also, you know, even when things are not going your way, coming into an acceptance that this ultimately serves purpose and I trust that even if I don't know what purpose it's serving. You know, even if I don't know why it's going this way, I am trusting in the alignment and I'm checking my body to make sure that I'm feeling that alignment as well. Um, So I try to intentionally create ease by always following it. And when things are feeling more challenging or more difficult in real time, I like to be in choice and investigate it and say, well, why is it happening this way? And what does that mean? And what's another choice I can make about it? Or am I being called to just be patient and be still? Um, so I hope that helps to answer the question. But even if, it, if that didn't fully answer the question, um, what I recommend for everyone to do is, and I've, I've written a lot of these affirmations for myself over the years, but ask for ease. Ask to be shown ease. You know, you can even say with your eyes closed and your hand over your heart, God, spirit, universe, please align me with a path of ease throughout my day. And then just slowly start to take notice of where are things feeling easier. Even if it's just, hey, I didn't hit traffic today or happened to find that parking spot or, oh, that conversation actually went so much better than I was expecting. Um, notice ease in all the moments, especially the tiny ones, and acknowledge it. And then that helps to build your capacity for experiencing it in bigger ways, for noticing it, for honoring it in bigger ways. So I hope that helps. Okay, here's another good question. And I actually get this question every day in some capacity. So this is so perfect. I get to really expand on it here. The question I got was, have you ever thought about mentoring other spiritualists, facilitators, practitioners, teachers? And to answer that question, yes, I have. Yes, I currently do. Um, And no. No, in the sense of I don't yet know how to scale it because I get this question so often. There are groups of people that 
want to be able to have this experience with me, which kind of changes what I'm able to do. Um, I will say that even in my past career in my past life when I worked in media, mentorship was extremely important to me. And at different times in my career path and trajectory, I would have cohorts of mentees or I'd bring in different mentees to different opportunities. Um, Sometimes I would even hold, you know, Zooms and answer questions. So that is something that's important to me. It's something that has been a part of my professional life um, for at least 15 years in this moment of my personal journey as uh, a mother, a single mother, as a working mother, as someone that is currently building um, some things that are requiring quite a bit of me, it's not possible to do in a way that's not organic. So I think I naturally just based on my work, I've come into um, friendships and relationships and connections with different people. And so there are some people that I, I do have connection with that, you know, I am available with occasionally to answer questions and, and to kind of dive deeper to point in the right direction. But those relationships kind of happened really organically and they're already a part of my natural flow. And so I want to be, I, I kind of am being this detailed about my answer for a reason, because something that I'd also like to share with people to bring to their awareness I've gotten asked this question in a multitude of ways. I've gotten asked this question in a way that really honors um, my experience and my time and recognizes that this requires something of the person you're asking this of. And then I've also gotten a lot of people asking me for this in ways that they may not realize are not going to connect to this need getting met for them um, with myself or others. And so I've gotten asked this question also in kind of a way of just like, hey, can you let me know when you can get on the phone with me for about an hour so I can pick your brain and you can tell me what to do, you know, from a stranger. Um, (laughs) So uh, I would share that I do think it's important for people And I follow this advice as well because I'm someone that is blessed right now to learn from various um, elders in this community and awakened beings that have been on this path for decades that have given so much. And so I want to share that, you know, if you are looking to someone for mentorship of some kind, it is important that you know that the relationship has to be mutually supportive. Any and all relationships should be mutually supportive, especially if you're asking something of someone that you don't know or don't already have relationship or connection to. And so energy exchange is really important. Even if that energy exchange, if you consider yourself as having nothing to offer, which is never true, but if you consider yourself that way, even you arriving with really good, open, humble, um, grateful energy could be what is mutually supportive. But watch your energy and then also know that if this requires something of someone, them taking an interest in you, um, in your work, guiding you, connecting you with other people, connecting you with higher, more refined thoughts about your processes, really consider what am I bringing to the table? And it doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be physical items or things. But 
everyone has something to offer. So if you are looking to receive something from someone, consider how can I also make this meaningful for them? How can I make this impactful for them? How can I make this easy for them um, to allow them to help me? So that that is one response to that just for maybe a small group of people that maybe needed to connect with it. Um, but I will say moving forward, I am looking for opportunities to not take on one-on-one mentees. I don't think that's uh, really possible with my schedule. I get about an hour a day to myself. And I need that hour for myself. <laughs> um, but I do want to find opportunities, even like the retreat Queen of Fu and I are doing at Omega Institute. I want to have the opportunities to be in community with facilitators, with healers, um, practitioners who are at all different junctures of the journey. Um, all of us on our path in different capacities. I am looking moving forward to create more opportunities for that where we then can have um, organic, expansive conversations in that way. Um, So stay tuned uh, for ideally more of that coming forward. And then we are doing that retreat, Women Who Heal, Queen of Fu and myself at the Omega Institute. And that retreat is happening the last week of September. So you would just go to eomega.org to be a part of that if you feel called. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, and our last question, how to keep your energy pulled in and aligned while also being connected and open with others? So this question is really great because what you'll notice as you are on your journey and as you are making advancements in your consciousness and your understanding and your healing is you're still triggered by the world and you're triggered very often the most by the people that are currently in your life. and so. The best way to keep your energy in alignment, you have to keep yourself uh, in really pristine condition. You have to pay a lot of attention to your personal spiritual hygiene and you have to work on your boundaries. And that's where the fun comes in, but that's also where 
more of the challenge happens. <laughs> so our boundaries are really our, our protective force in our lives for protecting ourselves, for protecting others from themselves. Our boundaries are so important to get familiar with what your needs are and what you will and will not interact with in your life. So as we have boundaries, that gets easier because people will never stop trying necessarily to disregard them or fight them. But the way you relate to their lack of emotional regulation will change. And so to stay in alignment, stay in your spiritual practice. Your daily practice is your mainstay. Your daily practice is what supports your healing. It's what supports your ability to be energetically aligned. You know, I speak so much to the importance of a self-care practice, of a daily practice, of a spiritual practice, not because it's just there to, you know, feel good about. Um, it's there to support your healing. It's what makes your healing your lived experience and not just the breakthrough thought that you had. Healing is not just having the breakthrough understanding. You are able to support and grow yourself when you connect to a daily practice that includes something that honors um, all the four pillars of, of wholeness, of holistic health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And so I have a couple of episodes on that you can check out. Um, I talk about that on my Instagram a lot too. But your practice every day, if you are taking time, whatever works for you, to meditate, if you're taking time to connect with yourself, with your body, to honor and release and write down and explore your thoughts, to pausing before you react, that's what keeps your energy at a really high level and really maintained. And over time, that's what really keeps you able to function as this new well-oiled machine, as this new higher version of self that is making higher choices, irregardless of what may greet you on your path from here to there. So I hope that was helpful. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to explore more questions. Um, also in coming episodes in the next few weeks, I'm really excited to share. I have some special guests. Lee Harris, a dear friend, is going to be joining me. Another dear friend, Young Pueblo, who has a new book out, will be joining me. So we have a lot of really beautiful interview episodes coming up with people who are just phenomenal, phenomenal thought leaders. And check out some of our, our previous episodes. At the top of this episode, I was sharing about that movie that I think everyone should watch, which is Good Luck to You, Leo Grand on Hulu. And I have an episode that will kind of expand you a little bit after you watch that called um, Sexual Healing that I did with my friend, Simone Farshi, who is a sexologist and intimacy coach. So a little supplemental listening after you check out that movie on Hulu, you can check out that podcast episode, Sexual Healing, which I think was in season two. So that will be there for you. And a little homework today, a little soul work to take with you. Take a few deep breaths with your body. Really notice yourself, notice how you're feeling, and then maybe sit with the journal. And, you know, we're moving into fall, so the seasons are going to be changing soon. We're going to get into um, 
all that fall brings, all of the turning over, the changes that we're able to see physically, we're able to smell some of those changes. Earth is shifting. I love that time of year, fall. There's like a crispness in the air. We're also going to be seeing people a lot more um, than maybe normal, right? There's more family uh, opportunities. We have Halloween. We have Thanksgiving. We have Christmas. We have Hanukkah. We have all, all the things are coming. So I just want you to start thinking now as we're in the end of August. What are some ways you can really support your healing and your mental and emotional and spiritual health this fall? Think about what practice you have now. And if you don't feel like you have a super consistent, sustainable practice, give some thought to something you might want to start even for the first time. Wherever you're at with it, it's enough. You are enough right now. What you're doing is enough. Everything is just an opportunity to go deeper if we wish, to go higher if we wish. So think about that as we're easing in the next few weeks into a changed season, into a whole new feel, as we're even, you know, honestly inching towards a new year. What are some things you can kick off right now that can really start to help serve you and keep your energy very nourished, very high, very loved, very nurtured? right now as we walk into this next season. And you don't have to overthink it. Jot down a couple bullet points, but what would feel good to you? Do you want to focus on one category a little more? Do you want to build it out? Maybe have a longer meditation practice, maybe connect to guided meditations, maybe commit to taking three times a week an Epsom salt bath to just kind of clear your body and your toxins Stretch practice at the end of the night, 15 minutes before bed, just being present with your body and stretching. Whatever it is, make sure it's a good fit for you. Doesn't have to mean anything to anyone else, doesn't have to be Instagrammable. But what would really feel good to you and what would feel supportive to you? So take just a few minutes to think about that, write it down put it into practice and I will catch you next week. Namaste. Peace. 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 Hey, find me on social. Let's connect at Debbie Brown. That's Twitter and Instagram, or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to the show on Apple podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate review and subscribe and send this episode to a friend. Dropping Gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. It's produced by Jack Please and me, Debbie Brown. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.